Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. All right, hello and welcome to the Zero Weakness Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Go to establishmentcoffee.com.au. Um, use the code 025, get 25% off your coffee and free shipping. Um, let's start off. Oh, well, we're back with the fam. We're going to start off with um, what are we grateful for? What are you grateful for, CJ? I'm grateful for saunas. <laughs> I flipping love saunas. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them. I think it's like, what are you saying a couple of weeks ago, Henny? Like the pain cave. Mm. It's like, how long can you stay? I do this thing now when I go into sauna. I, I set it for 20 minutes on my phone, but then I lock my phone so I can't see the timer. So I can't count down. And usually like about, I think it's about 17 minutes in. That's when your mind starts to go, you sure you set the timer? Like it's, we've been in for ages and you start <laughs> going, oh, maybe I should just go out. Maybe I should. And I've done it once. I've like left early to like got out of sauna early only to see that I had like 30 seconds on the timer and I wanted to throw my phone. <laughs> like weak. I was but, in 30 seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thinking I was like, oh, maybe I didn't set it. Cause I'm like, like, yeah, just drenched in sweat, and then I see, and I'm like, oh. It doesn't weak. surprise me though that you would bail early, <laughs> that you would fold <laughs> like a deck chair. No, but so, that was that was the first and last time. So why why do you love it so much specifically? Um, I feel really good afterwards, and I don't know. It's it's just that it, it. I don't even know how to explain it. It tickles that part of my mind where it's like, how long can you last in the pain cave? How it's that mental strength thing I really like about it. I don't know why. It's weird. Sauna, I, I, I like being saunas. comfortable. <laughs> do you like saunas, Bridget? I like being Not comfortable. Really. Do, you, do you sauna though? I sauna three times a week. Where? EMF. At another training establishment. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Bro, you brought that up on yourself. Another training establishment. That's but okay. Uh, it's on Saturdays. I go train with my favorite staff at my favorite <laughs> team, so It's all good. The bullies in Southside. Thomas just said to CJ, "Where did you train at another gym today?" And CJ said, "Yes." And Thomas called it Trader Tuesdays. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was at another That's establishment. So seems, seems like I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> Trader Tuesdays. Thomas, what are you grateful for? Uh, I am grateful for international travel being easy now. It was hard for the last, like when it opened up, they made it very difficult and they made it very annoying with all the tests and all the show this and show that. Now it's just kind of like, yeah, you feel sick? Well, whatever, come on in. We'll take you. We want your money. Our economy's fucked, so why not? (laughs) How good. So yeah, it should be smooth sailing. By the time you listen to this, I'm probably home anyway, but... um, off, off tomorrow at, at an ungodly hour and uh, looking forward for to a total of like 28 hours of flying. That's going to be fun. <laughs> Yay. When are, you, when are you leaving? Tomorrow morning. What time? My first flight is 6 a.m. Oh, jeez. Unlucky. Yeah. From Brizzy? Yeah, Brisbane to Sydney, Sydney to San Francisco, San Francisco to New York, New York to Dublin. Dublin. Oh, wow, that's a mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fly, flying United means I have to go via the States. Yeah. Um, but it should be a comfy flight. Yeah, nice. Well, one, uh, flights. Uh. <laughs> as a as a mogul slash entrepreneur, <laughs> you get those uh, special benefits. What can I say? <laughs> what are you grateful for, James Hendry? Um, I am grateful for the sun coming out to play. Nice. A bit of vitamin D always makes everyone feel better. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. No, it is actually really, really nice weather. Mm. It's, it's my favourite kind of weather. Yeah. Same. It's like it goes lows of nine... Highs of 20, but it's like sunny. Yeah. Very sunny. Nice. Yes. Bridget? Uh, my apartment. I'm grateful for my apartment. And the view from my apartment. I overlooked the water, the broad water, and it's just gorgeous mm. looking at that every morning. Yeah. yeah. The photos you put on Instagram are always really Yeah, nice. the sunrises have been beautiful. Mm. Yeah. The early riser now. Yeah. Catching yep. it every morning. 30 every day. Oh, like, welcome whoa, to the club. <laughs> this, this does this every day. Far <laughs> out. I like I like the sunrise, but when I catch it when I'm on my walk, it's directly in my eyes. So. Yeah. So there's 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 the enjoyment of the beauty, but also the ah moment. The well, best one I saw recently was when I was looking after Buddy, and I took him for a walk yeah, down near the, the water. The water was like glass. Oh man, it was amazing. That was my favorite one so far. What yeah. time do you get up? 
What time do I get up? Yeah. I get up normally between five and six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit later, depending on how late I stay up. Um, but I don't turn on technology. I, well, I don't turn on my phone until probably 8, 8.30. That's good. That's really That's good. That's a great idea. Because I don't, I don't take my phone when I walk him. I got hit by a car this morning and I thought, wow, if this was bad. What? No, <laughs> not bad. It's jarred my wrist, but it's all right. Just some, wow. If I w- so this person was sitting in their driveway about to reverse and so I slowed down and they didn't move. And I'm like, ah, oh, they, they've obviously waiting for me to go. So I started walking and they just foot on the pedal, just slammed. And it was like, ah, just drove straight into me. Did they oh say anything? No, nah, I just kept walking. Oh. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah. If it fully knocked me over, it just like I put my hand and jumped and it just kind of threw me. I didn't fall over or anything. Um, they don't even get out to say a sorry. Or yeah. Anything. Did they apologize? No, no. Oh my God. <laughs> what? I'm, I might have been pretty scary though. Like they would have seen me from behind <laughs> and I wear a singlet and I was shaking my head and I got tattoos and yeah. <laughs> they might've been like, I don't even think I want to say sorry to this person just in case they're angry. And you got a pit bull. Yep. Yeah. I would have literally been like, Oh no, it's okay. You probably didn't see me there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, know, you know, that viral video of the guy on the airplane walking down the aisle and like the staff is stopping him. He's like, I want to shake your hand. I'm going to shake your hand. That's me on my walk. <laughs> like I, I really like to, like my life philosophy is, you know, anyone who, who you can come into contact with, try and, you know, leave feeling better off. So I really like to say good morning and give a big smile and everything like that. Nice. And so people who don't respond, I get really angry. About <laughs> like I want to turn, uh, turn around and be like, good morning. Like really <laughs> passive aggressive. That's me. Yeah. Like I want to say good morning. I want to shake your hand. Well, the worst is when they give you the, uh, the smile where they just raise their eyebrows at you. They hit you with the, mm. Yeah, mm. but nah, you gotta. It's about personality mirroring. Mm. So I'll do that to like old grumpy men, or yeah, I'll do the um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's solid. <laughs> you just got a mirror. Got a mirror. I like, I like to give strangers compliments, but um, it doesn't always go down well. Sometimes <laughs> I get that look. Yeah, like what? Like uh, oh, I don't I know. A compliment hair. on yeah, their hair or their outfit. Like I give a genuine compliment. I won't say it if I don't mean it. Yeah, I think it makes people feel good. Yeah. Can you guys remember in the Step Up movie? This is one of the Step Up movies from, I don't know, but he was like to, um, she said to, the the Asian chick goes to the guy, I like your teeth. And he goes, thank you. I like your accent. And she goes, what accent? <laughs> it just reminded me of that, giving like a compliment to someone. I, I don't even know what Step Up is. The dance movie. It's movies. a dance movie with oh. Channing Tatum, I think. No, I've never seen them. <laughs> it's funny because it was an Asian lady and my mum as an Asian lady thinks she doesn't have an accent as well. Oh. So when people mention her accent, she's like, what accent? I'm like, <laughs> I, was, I was a bring it on kind of guy. Bring it on. I loved bring it on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How good. Nice. All right. What are we talking about? Um, first of all, CJ, what have you been up to? I am in um, my f- uh, a, a new block, a new block of hypertrophy, <laughs> fourth block in a row. <laughs> I'm in my 20th week of eights. <laughs> Every time we ask you this, oh, I'm doing eights last yeah. night. Oh, what do you got tonight? It's the CJ set to eight. Great, <laughs> right, have fun. Yeah. No, nah, it's, it's, I feel like after my third block, I finally feel more conditioned. Like I actually feel the conditioning work. It's not absolutely killing me and I'm not taking forever to get through my workout nice so yeah it, it, it is working so i'm actually kind of in enjoying it enjoying doing um yeah training and accessories and um yeah i want you to tell the listeners and mm-hmm. the viewers what it was specifically because you know our loyal listeners and viewers will remember a few episodes ago you saying no oh, i feel my accessories this is one off i'm definitely not going to do it again mm. now everywhere i walk in the gym i'm tripping over one of your 12 <laughs> cameras well <laughs> set up to, to. to catch every cinematic angle what's changed to make you addicted to filming accessories well when i did say that oh uh, well no you brought it up and i was like guys it's a one-off and you're like no you, you should keep like no keep going and i was like all right so then i just well, can you stop now? No, 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 no. no definitely keep going. <laughs> All right. People want to see the it. Trouble. It's, it's for the fans. It's for the fans. For the fans. Yeah. Yes. No, you're killing it, CJ. That's sick. Yes. What are, are you, you going to compete, by the way? Um, 
I was thinking about doing the Zero Classic. No, I'm you joking. They're all just got triggered. <laughs> we, ne- we need to have a novice pro-am, but it's just both novices. So like, it's like regular novices and then Alex Evans, Raven, <laughs> CJ. <laughs> the novice pro-am. That's actually sick. The uh, novice veterans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, probably not this year. Probably not this year. Oh, sweet. So Christmas classic. Sounds good. No. <laughs> no, no. It is way too hot to compete. Um, well, at least for me. The heat really affects me pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, probably um, similar time that I competed this year. I'll aim for around then, like April. Yeah, oh, nice. April. Yeah. That's it. Tom, bro, what have you been up to? Oh, just living the bodybuilding life training-wise. How good. Just doing reps. This will be the last, the last hoorah before I head overseas today, and then it'll just be making it up as I go over there, trying trying to train hard. And but I, I don't know schedules. I don't know what equipment and stuff I'll have access to. So I really want to press the seventies tonight. Ooh! I think I dumbbell press seventies once in my life at the old gym when we first got those rubber ones, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I got seven reps. So if I do anything over seven, I'll be happy. Wow, that's impressive. So. Doing that and just getting ready, ready to open these two gyms. Our um, Alico order arrives today. Yeah, no, it's it's here. It should should we should have it in our hands very soon. So there'll be some sorting out for that. And um, Texas bars are on their way. Our new monolith and bench arrives in next week. Um, that's for the the Brisbane gym. Yeah, there's lots happening in the in the gym world plenty going on and now we're getting ready for these courses to release so we've got the nutrition course coming up um the next intake of the coach development and we're going to make it like a lifters development kind of deal like a lifters only course because i get a lot of lifters really interested in education that say oh, i want to do the coach development and it's just not suitable like mm-hmm. it's it's quite an extensive course and when i think of you know me selling a coaching course to a lifter it seems unethical because it's mostly con- it's directed at coaches so i really want to make just like a general principles of powerlifting lifters course um so i'll be working on that on the multiple flights that's a great idea mm. so yeah mm. that yeah i was just thinking i was like that's yeah. actually a really good idea because yeah. i remember me before i knew you like the amount of things i'd want to do but then I'd, I'm, like, I'm not a coach i actually don't want to do all that mm. Mm. yeah there's a lot of relevant stuff out there so that that's on the agenda, and I get a lot of work done on on these long haul flights because there's minimal distraction, and um, most people are asleep, so it's nice and quiet. You and don't watch movies on the long flights. I do if I'm so. I'll like the first flight is fourteen hours. I'll work nonstop on that flight, mm-hmm. and then I'll be absolutely melted. So I'll just watch movies for the the rest and try and sleep, but I don't sleep real well on planes. Mm. Um, Janice messaged me last night with a great shirt idea that mm-hmm. I think we're going to pursue. So he, he, he provided the original inspiration, which was the Zero logo, but um, Stranger Things, okay. cool. Stranger Things font. And I've, I've taken it one step further, and I think I'm going to do one that says Stronger Things. Yes. <laughs> that's cool. By, by Zero. So Nice. <laughs> that's actually good. I was waiting for something. I was like, no, that's really good. I like that. No, I'm going to send it to Nick and see what he can do. As long as we can work in Zero somewhere into the shirt, I'm happy. Yeah, actually, nice. if you've got any T-shirt recommendations or ideas, uh, leave something in the comments. Send us your ideas because we're open to ideas. We want some new merch. People Absolutely. want buddy merch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Buddy mm. merch. We can make that happen. Yeah. I'm sure we can. If the demand's big enough. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing is I'm going to have to like do a focus group on photos and I have about 4 billion photos <laughs> of Buddy to pick the right one. It's got to be perfect. Bridget, what have you been up to? Uh, me, same as last week. Nice. In volume. Swimming on Saturdays, which is good. I did like an extra two laps and I was faster last week. Nice. And what else have I been doing? Meditation on the beach every Saturday. It's so good. Yep. Just loving life. How good. Mm -hmm. Do you meditate by an app? No, it's called Cool to be Conscious. It's like a guided meditation group. They have them all around Australia. Yeah, you do breath work and then a 15 minute guided meditation. And then if you want, you can go for a swim, but it's too cold. (laughs) So I'm going to wait till summer. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. James, what about you? What are you up to? Same old rinse and repeat. Running. Running, lifting, trying to swim, work. That's it. Nice. Life's good. Good. Nice. Morena. <laughs> Morena. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got a few things I wanted to talk about today or bring up in conversation. Just, just on the Morena thing, right? It means morning, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's like good morning. But I read it as like a 
God bless you kind of thing. Yeah, so when I I, whenever I send it to you, I'm basically saying bless. Yeah, I love it. Stay blessed. That's why I hit you with a kiss face. <laughs> Sometimes this one. Yes. Or shaking hands. Yeah. <laughs> or just the laughy emoji. Absolutely. You've been hitting me with that for about three years now. Yeah. It doesn't get old. Love it. <laughs> it's always when it's like a coffee, uh, early sunrise. It's, it's always it's always a morena. Nice. All right. So a few things I wanted to bring up today. I guess you could call them our topics. The first thing I wanted to talk about is things people put too much emphasis on the gym. Just off the top of your heads, can you guys think of anything that uh, people put too much weight on or people put too much... Uh, they put too much energy into. As, a, as in they care too much about, and it's not actually that important to care about. Yeah. Have yeah, you guys just got true. anything off the top of your head? If you don't, I'm going to start. Well, I do, but I just want to say the things that you've already said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> same. What do you mean? This podcast is on the fly. <laughs> um, I, I, I think, um, so th- this maybe doesn't fall quite into this category as much as it might be like poor etiquette or pet peeve. But when people get upset, about other people interfering with filming like the etiquette around filming kind of annoys me you know like the whole flow of the gym sometimes stops because someone's too scared to interrupt someone's and it's like yeah sure we we all film stuff we all respect that each other is filming stuff but there's a lot of like innocent walking by cameras and you can't get upset about that 100 percent. and so it is important it is absolutely fantastic tool to film yourself and watch it back but it has to be within reason. So it's cool to film everything. Absolutely. You're by right more than welcome to do that at any of our gyms, but understand that the gym is a place that people can go and we have to respect what each other is doing. And I think filming yourself falls pretty low on the list of what needs to be respected. As in like, it's lower than being kind to your fellow lifter, Mm -hmm. you know, and being uh, nice to your fellow lifter. Mm. Gyms are a public place and people got to get uh, used to sharing public places with others. For sure. Um, that's definitely a good one though. Anything else? CJ, what's something people put too much emphasis on? Um, I reckon chalk as well. <laughs> yes. I reckon it's, uh, it's, uh, and I'm shooting myself in the foot here because mm-hmm. I want to provide everyone with chalk. That's the whole point of a gym like this. It's like, please come and use chalk. Mm. But at the same time, don't use chalk. Yeah. <laughs> makes, makes Ugh, don't use too much. <laughs> do you really need to use chalk to do three plates on the lap pull down and then cover my nice mag grip with chalk? Probably not. But no, no, no. It's it's funny. Like, yeah. I think I, the thing that I'm trying to say here is people who use chalk before experiencing grip issues. Yes. Yes, you don't need a chalk up for 60 kilos. <laughs> this make me sound so salty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Sometimes uh, when I see people on the bench press, I'm like, uh, I don't think you really need to use that much uh, chalk on your shirt. <laughs> you still warm Yeah, that's the only thing I'm a bit iffy about is chalking your back. Yeah, so for me personally, I hate it because I hate getting dirty. I hate being covered in chalk. Yeah. Mm. Whenever I got ch- chalk on my shorts or anything, it, uh, it like yeah. upsets me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate on the shirt on bench one mm-hmm. and on squats for that matter. Um, if someone starts benching and then they get sweaty, it's way harder to apply chalk. Mm-hmm. So I get it when people put chalk on, on their back first before they've even warmed up and stuff. Um, or you can be like Ben Polk mm-hmm. and bring 16 shirts Yes, and be so immobile that you have to take your shirt off to chalk your shirt to put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I miss Ben Polkov. Yeah. I used to always say that. Um, I used to always joke about that he'd clock on at the same time as me because we'd always get to work at the same time and leave at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you've been here for seven hours. Oh. <laughs> Go home, man. But it's actually not bad because he only trains three times a week. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good way to justify it to your wife. So when I when I first opened the gym, like obviously for years I didn't have any form of access. Like it was always just me with a key. That was the access. Mm. No other person had a key, no hidden key, nothing like that. Ben joining my gym was the person who prompted me to be like, you know what? I got to learn to trust people. Yeah? Cause, yeah, because I worked a full-time job and then I went to the gym three till nine. And so like if I finished at, if I left at nine, I have to be, up by like 5 4 35 to go to my job and like most of the time people would stop training 7 8 and if no one came after 8 15 it'd be like oh great i'll just leave because no one's mm. gonna come train for half an hour ben would show up at like 7 7 30 sometimes 6 30 and be like halfway through his first exercise by nine <laughs> and i'm like okay well do i kick this guy out every single night 
Or do I just say, here's a key, lock the door, put it in this spot? And that's what I did. Actually, it's funny because, so when I started at the old gym, uh, just training, I remember one night I was there late and I remember you just walking out going, okay, catch us later. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do I do? Yeah, what do I do? Yeah, it was the windowsill system back then. (laughs) No, that was to get in. To get out, you just lock the door behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had no idea, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, Something that I think people put too much emphasis on is bumper plates and calibrated plates. You know, oh, that doesn't count because it wasn't on calibrated plates. All right, Mr. IPF head referee. (laughs) (laughs) It's just for Instagram, brother. I don't think it really matters. I think people put way too much emphasis on that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. It's like one of these old wives' tales because there is an element of truth to it. Mm. But it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Like for for years, and, and again, just reflecting back on the old gym, I didn't have enough calibrated plates to go around for a start. And I only, they were on the opposite side of the gym of the deadlift. So we only ever deadlifted with bumper plates mm-hmm. for years. And plenty of us made heaps of progress. And yeah. plenty of us still lifted big in competition. And none of us, even those deadlifting over 300 kilos, would go to a competition and deadlift less than training because we were using bumpers in comp. Like you could even make the opposite argument. You can make the argument that always training on bumper plates in a deadlift bar to give you the advantage of training with more weight will make you stronger in the long run even when you get the disadvantage of a, say, a stiffer bar or thin plates. But uh, the other card I want to play here, which is a real dickhead card to play, if you can even notice the difference, 100%. You know, under, say, 350, I mean, under 300, you're a bit of a wizard, especially if you're on mm. a stiff bar. On a stiff bar, it makes it next to no different. Like, in the, a Lico doesn't start bending until, like, 350. And even then, very minimally. That's good. Well, there you go. But yeah, for me, it's just like, you know, when people are, are, and on the calibrated plates thing, do you guys care about when people mix up the Alicos and the Goliaths and the Ivankos? I don't care if they do it themselves, but I don't like to do it. Fair enough. I'm just a little bit OCD like that. Fair enough. Like everything to look the same. Some people make a big deal about it though. Oh, you're going to use Ivanko plates on a Lico bar? Oh, see, that's fine. I'm not a huge fan of like half the plates of Lico, half the plates Mm. of Ivanko. On the same bar, unless they're different denomination plates. Okay. So, like, if you have, okay, four red Alicos, 15, 10, 5 mixed Ivanko Alico, totally fine. Yeah, okay. Two reds Alico, two reds Ivanko. Nah, you, you're gone. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Banned. What about when, Banned. Pe- what about when people, because I do this, like, abnormal plate loading. So, if, if I'm training with someone that benches less than me, or squats. Bridget, we used to do it when we trained together. Mm-hmm. So we'd load the bar with like the greens first and then like the blues. So it's it's not how you load a plate. Tot- load a barbell. Totally fine if you're training with someone. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable training by yourself. Yeah, that's weird if you that do it by weird. yourself. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> You've got no reason to not do it properly when you're on your own. I don't know if you were around when I coached the guy Ophir. Nah. Ophir, his first starting weight on bench press was 50. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't change the plates. So, but he he wouldn't go up in plates either. So he'd load the bar with yellows. <laughs> yeah. So what was his name? Bjorn. He used to put just all the fives or all the tens or something yeah. when he was squatting. Bjorn's an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> Bjorn can do what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an OG and an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> no one questions anything Bjorn does. So I will let that slide. <laughs> ah, Bjorn benching in the mono lift. That's fine. <laughs> it's Bjorn. It's all right. <laughs> To be expected. <laughs> Pitching in the mono. Like, why are you squatting in the mono? What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Anything else with plates? Oh, I don't know. I think, yeah, I am weird like that when it comes to, I guess, pulling a single. I like to keep to the same brand. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like doing, yeah, so it's an eight, I don't really, yeah. I don't really care. Um, I cop a lot of flack for deadlifting with bumpers. But for me, it's like, man... Uh, like if my runner at max is 255 it can't bend that much more yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like it's not that heavy to matter Wait, who who gives you flag for deadlifting with bumpers uh oh, can i say names say, them, yeah. say them. <laughs> names oh declan gives it to me all the time <laughs> all the time well that's okay he deadlifts more than you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah anyone who deadlifts less than you, you you're you're formally allowed to as an employee of zero uh beat them up <laughs> okay. No, I feel like he's the so last guy you want to tell that to. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't CJ think. can fight. <laughs> say that to me. Different story. <laughs> I can't fight. But like, I even say to Declan, I'm like Declan, I deadlift less than you. There's no way I get that much more whip that it matters. And for me, I, I, I'd even say like, if I can't deadlift 250 with calibrated, 
putting bumpers on isn't going to be like, oh, now I can pick it up. Yeah, I can, yeah. I'm now confident that I can pick it up. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. I don't, it can't really make that much difference. For me, if anything, um, because it's so much more wobbly, mm. I actually find at lockout, it's almost like- it's Earthquake bar. Yeah, earth, earthquake bar, yeah. I, I think it's, um, I think it's heaps of a case of similar to knee sleeves, like tighter knee sleeves. If you believe it makes a difference, it'll make a difference. Yep. Fair enough. Mm. The I've got one more thing about plates. Mm. First plate, always uh, facing in. I always do it. Yes. And I always do it with my clients and I always let them know why. Why? I, uh, well, it was for marketing. Yeah, because it was a marketing thing back in the day. And now it's just an unspoken rule, right? Mm. Yeah, so I like I like mm. to let them know why, and I like to. F- for me, that's the only thing with plates that I like gets me a little bit riv. It doesn't get me angry, but I'm always like, oh, I'm going to change that. This is my favorite. Uh, this is why I miss Josiah so much. My favorite party trick back in the day is like knowing Josiah was coming at four and starting squatting at three or three thirty or whatever, and having one plate in and one plate out, <laughs> and then having like two seventy on the bar, and then getting like new people in the gym be like, watch this, watch this, and walk in, wait for him to notice it, and then take all the plates off and redo it. Because he was so OCD about it, he couldn't wow. see someone else doing it. Wow. So even though he wasn't squatting on yep. your bar, 100%. he would take, he would go up to your bar and- Yes. That's commitment. Five reps. Absolutely. That's commitment. Wow. Love him, Love him to death. How good. Uh, what else do people put? <laughs> uh, I, w- I would say equipment in general. Mm-hmm. Talk um, to me. And I mean, w- we've spoken about this- it, as in the past as well, like we're a very, very fortunate place to, to have the equipment that we have and to train on the equipment that we, that we train on. Um, I, I think sometimes by spoiling people, we um, can create a culture of being spoiled, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. this over-reliance on, no, that Alico combo rack is slightly stickier than that one, that bench, you know, so this one's way better. I have to use that one. And then waiting half an hour to use one when there's four other Alico combo racks free. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of um, that kind of behavior is it, – and it's it's strange because, like, I've provided the equipment so people can do that. So yeah. so you can be picky, so you can have the best and, and have access to the best. And, um, like, I, I like part of it and – Part of me come goes back to the old school being like, man, we got strong in commercial gyms on the shittiest benches, on the shittiest bars with un, uncalibrated plates that were the wrong size. And yeah, I, I don't think that training on competition equipment to perfect competition standards matters as much as what people think it does. Yeah. Okay. The Touching on the equipment thing. So I wear size small sleeves. The reason why I started wearing size small sleeves wasn't because I thought that they're, they're better because they're tighter. It was because I didn't like how long mediums were on my legs. <laughs> so I was like, these look too big on my legs. I need to squeeze into a small. And it's easy for me to get size small sleeves on because I've got small calves. So for me, that was the only reason why I wore smalls. But some people wear it like a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I wear extra small and I'm in the under hundreds. It's like, <laughs> congrats, brother. Sounds like you need more leg extensions in the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Calf Calf raises. Raises. Yeah. Well, Josh Takua can fit into an extra small. That's wild. Yeah. That's got Have you seen how tight they are on him? Like, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's just unholy. <laughs> um, what else? What else with equipment? Soft suits. SPD, uh, SPD uh, zealots. Love SPD. SPD everything. I'm a big fan of SPD because I think they look really good. But they're really thin soft suits. They're actually not that like flattering. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. The soft suits. I I get you know, but I mean they're just a soft suit, mm-hmm. and lots of soft suits are designed like that. I've just always been a big fan of Titan. I think Titan soft suits are the best. But I mean, it's it's the best of a bad bunch. Mm-hmm. They, they <laughs> they're one size fits all. That definitely don't fit everyone. <laughs> that's oh, that's really? what soft suits are. Yeah. In general. I, I want to know what's the go with the Inza soft suit. How did they do this sizing? Like <laughs> the Inza butt suit. Yeah. <laughs> the legs are so small. Why does it look like a Speedo swimming woman's swimming suit? I know. You have to be a very particular build to pull it off. Yeah. I can confirm I'm not that build. <laughs> I tried one, one on once and I'm like, no, never again. Well, what is with these Inza, Inza suits? They got real short legs. Oh, so it's like high. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> looks like Andre the Giant, like the wrestling suit. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Hodgins was telling me he was wearing one at one pro rule mm. and he said it was really short. It was the worst thing ever. And then he went out to bench and the bench is facing like yeah, across the crowd. Yeah. yeah. No. 
Yeah, and he said he felt so awkward. Yeah, far out. <laughs> Any other equipment? SPD belts? Are they overrated? I don't know. I've like, never tried. I love them. Yeah, yeah I the, love them. The SPD stuff. Oh, I I used to love my belt till it got stolen. <laughs> um, I I think the stuff is great quality. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah. Like a, uh, you can you can argue about the price tag, but whatever. Mm. I mean, they're just a product that's that's made really well and very consistent, so they can charge what they want. Why not? Yeah, they've nailed it. They're, I like I've worn SPD belts and I love them as well. Mm. But then I've also worn a hundred dollar belt that I love as well. Mm. So it doesn't really matter to me. What do you guys think of the new Enza knee sleeves that everybody's Ooh, buying? Yes, what's mm. the go there, Thomas? Your thoughts? You want them? I don't want them, but uh, I would say definitely if I competed in sleeves, I'd probably buy them. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, I mean, like the reviews people are giving them, uh, they're very stiff, and people can be like, "Oh, yeah, it's cheating. It's almost like wearing light wraps." A, it's nothing like wearing yeah. wraps. So shut up with that. And B, who cares? Mm. It's a piece of equipment designed to... No one bats an eyelid when they improve, like, the, the motors on an F1 car. It's like, cool, now you're going faster. Cool, now you're squatting more. Great, it's good for the sport. Yeah, you've nice. got an opportunity to also wear those sleeves, so don't yeah. complain about them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you're right. When people say, they're, oh, it's almost like wearing wraps. The only people that say that are the people that have never worn knee wraps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my favourite thing, my favourite thing about people wearing these ins and knee sleeves is, like, the fake stiff leg walk. Yeah. Yes, the I was going to see people doing that. Penguining around the gym. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't have to do that. Like, yeah. you, you can bend your knees. Like, is this an act or is it just, like, you've watched everyone else do this, so you're like, oh, i got to walk like i got to stick up my ass. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. It's so everyone that's worn them in here yeah. has done it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> it's what else? A, it's the same time with first time people getting wrapped. They stand up. And they're like, I can't move my knees. I'm like, you can move them fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've told you about the worst. Have I said this on the podcast? The worst person who I've ever wrapped? Not on the podcast. I don't think you've on the podcast. But ja Jamie Timms, <laughs> manager and coach at Zero Brisbane. It was. It was like I was embarrassed for him. I was like, all right, bro, pull pull your head in. They're not that bad. <laughs> And uh, so I wrapped his knees and it was the the really soft, uh, what are the red ones that he runs starts with here? The Enzers. Yeah, the Enzers. So it was with them and the whole time he's going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and he got under the bar belt and he like stood up with it and the whole time he was making the noise and then he bent his knees, goes, no, 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 I can't, I can't. You know, everyone, like we're all just standing there like, come on, man. You can do it. But that was like the, that was the, were you there CJ? No, no. I wish I was. But that was the worst that we've ever seen with knee wraps. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Shout yeah. out Jamie. Yeah, big Jamie. <laughs> what a guy, never wrapping his knees again. Jimmy Barnes was pretty bad as well. He was, uh, yeah. he's, he's good, good now. now. He loves he's good it now. now. Like I've, yeah. I've wrapped pretty hard on him and he's like, oh, I'll be tired next time. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. You were bad too, CJ. No. Yes. I remember you told me one time I wrapped your knees too tight, so you wanted Bridget to wrap your knees. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I remember the first time. Uh, I can't really. All of, <laughs> wait, all of a sudden, this part's edited uh, out the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, well, I remember the first time you wrapped my knees. Mm. I didn't really carry on. I was like, but I was like biting my tongue. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. And. I remember I got on, I was like, I want to try squat with these. And I went under the bar. You're like, no, 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 put, put some weight on the bar siege. So I put 60 kilos and, and I actually hit depth, mm. but it was like, I was squeezing tears out of my eyes. Like <laughs> I was like trying so hard to hit depth without good morning. The squat, like, wait, you were going to squat, try and squat the empty bar and knee wraps. That's why I said, no, put some weight on yeah, the bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Cause he put wraps on. And I was like, well, I can walk around like penguining, but I need to actually squat in these. So I, I went up to the monitor and you're like, well, hold up, hold up. Like, I, don't just squat the bar. Like, yeah. And I remember that even that was like, I was like really biting my time just to, just to get my bum down. Yeah. It's a, I remember when you first wrapped my knees, Thomas. It took you maybe three times before I could actually do a squat. First time was like the first year I started, I had to ask you to stop. I was like, no, nah, I'm never going to wear wraps. Mm. Then the second year you wrapped them both, but then I couldn't squat. And then the third year, third time was after comp. I used to wrap first time as way too tight. Yeah? Yeah. So I probably just wrapped you too tight. But yeah, I was like, no, nah, I'm never wearing them. Um, <clears throat> Arch and the bench press. People put too much emphasis on this. Are you saying that people put too much emphasis into trying to get a bigger arch rather than trying to get a bigger bench? 100%. Mm. As in, yeah, people people put more emphasis sometimes in 
finding a shorter range of motion through whatever yeah. means necessary rather than thinking, okay, how can I improve my bench? And really, I mean, we should be doing both. Mm-hmm. Like in powerlifting, you should be aiming to make it, make your arch bigger and, and reduce your range of motion. Um, but ultimately, that's not going to be the thing that gets you over the line. Uh, the thing that gets you over the line is being stronger. Yeah, getting stronger is always going to make your bench better than practice it. If you spend more time trying to get a bigger arch and actually getting stronger, you're yeah, going to be a little bit disappointed with the results. Mm. Um, I think the pe- thing people really need to remember on bench press, like bench press, sure, we can tolerate a lot more volume, a lot more frequency than, than say the other lifts if we're talking relative intensities. Uh, but bench press is a, is a lift that really benefits um, because it's a skill in itself. It really benefits from training the muscles that get input into the skill. Uh, so like doing a lot of general chest work is very helpful for creating a big bench versus with squats and deadlifts, you train those muscles pretty hard in those lifts themselves. Um, and so of course you still need to train those muscles outside of the lifts, but the skill aspect is a little bit less finicky and a little bit more, um, a little bit less deleterious than, than what benches towards training those muscles. I mean, like I just said fucking deleterious. Yeah, what does it's that a, mean? It just means it's like... It's a dinosaur. <laughs> yes, yes, deleteriosaurus. Um, uh, Cancelling out, mm. you know. So uh, bench press, you you absolutely train your chest and triceps and everything doing your bench. But if you're tracing minimal range of motion, you need to be training those muscles hard and, and external movement. You see this a lot. People with massive arches, short ranges of motion tend to skyrocket their bench press numbers and then just stall and not move for ages because they don't address just getting, getting stronger. stronger. Mm. And it's hard to get stronger in a movement that's maximized limiting range of motion. Like those muscles are going to need to be taken through more range with close grip bench work, dumbbell pressing, machine pressing, that sort of stuff. Mm. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, one thing I want to talk about now is I've had a few questions lately. Well, when I've recommended people to go to the gym or start training, they've said, I'm too old. How do you make progress in the gym at an older age? Let's just use 40 to 50 as an example. Anyone? Do you mean Anyone? if you're just starting off at that age? Yeah, well, sorry, I should say, how do we make progress? Sorry. Making progress in the gym after 50 years old. Can you make progress in the gym after 50 years old? I think the person best in line to answer this is Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the matriarch of the podcast. <laughs> matriarch? What does that even mean? <laughs> she's the oldest. And she's the mother figure. <laughs> the mother figure. Absolutely you can. Yeah, anyone can always come in and learn something new. You always have to start somewhere. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. How do you define progress? Getting stronger? Is your goal to get stronger? Is your goal to lose weight? Is your goal to get fitter? There's plenty of ways you can make progress. We always talk about this on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you're making progress on the bench press, it doesn't necessarily always need to mean going up in weight. Mm -hmm. Did you make Mm -hmm. progress technically? Uh, Are you benching without pain? Are you doing one more rep than you did last week? There's plenty of ways to make progress in the gym. So, yes, after 50 years old, you can make progress in the gym. Uh, Once we determine what your goals are, then then we just need to get after it in a periodized manner. Mm-hmm. Come up with a plan tailored and structured to towards your goals, your needs, your limitations, and go from there. For sure. Yeah. Look up Sue Fitzsimmons. Tell Weapon. Me, tell mm-hmm. me you can't get stronger. Uh, the thing, like, we would be, we'd be silly not to mention the fact that um, biologically it's definitely harder to get stronger as you age. Absolutely. It's to do with, like, shifts in hormones and everything like that. Um, your ability to recover, your ability to tolerate work, workload in general decreases. So in training, like if you want to get all volume landmarky, you've got maximum recoverable volume, sometimes referred to as MRV, which is like the amount of work that you can do at the very top before you're doing too much. Then you've got MEV, minimum effective, uh, yeah. Minimum effective dose. Yeah. Um, That's going to be the minimum amount of work you need to do to maintain the progress you've made and a little bit above that is going to be to make progress. So you're constantly aiming to shoot within this window. And as you get older, that window starts to get close. You know, you can't do as much work and the work that you need to do um, relatively becomes a little bit higher. Uh, Well, it it stays the same, but that window closes and eventually they'll cross where to the point where the amount of work that you need to do to maintain what you've got or get stronger is less than you can physically tolerate. Um, and so as you, you know, 
across from 40 to 50, 50 to 60, 60 to 70 onwards, it becomes more a battle of maintaining what you've got um, or slowing down the loss of that as you get older and older and older. Um, so people who have been, you, you get a couple of crowds with this. You get crowds that have been in the gym or, or around lifting forever. So um, Kevy is a great example of this. Kevy 70, um, he's been powerlifting since before any of us existed. You know, he's he's been training forever and he just knows that as he's gotten older, he still loves lifting. He still loves training. He just knows that he's not going to be as strong as he was when he was younger. Like it's just inherent because he's been around the process for long enough. You get a crowd of people who come into the sport late in life. So say you start lifting at age 60 or something like that. They will make great progress very fast. And it's less about the fact that they're getting stronger and more about the fact that they're learning to express the strength that they have as they learn the skill of lifting so they'll get strong real fast and then they tend to just plateau or slowly go backwards or you know uh, have a have an issue maintain and it can be quite hard for these people to wrap their head around especially if they're exposing themselves to younger people comparing themselves to younger people so it's just being uh, realistic about what you're working with at the end of the day for anyone who's who's older listening to this and and training who cares train mm. don't train mm-hmm. get stronger do what you can um, you know, like don't don't create a self-limitation of I'm old, I can't get stronger, I'm old, I can't train because you can. You can train, you can get stronger. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately it is important to be realistic about what's possible wherever you are at in, in your stage of life. But if you allow that to govern what you're doing, you'll just forever hold yourself back. Mm-hmm. You're never too old to be a beginner. Mm. That's it. Mm. Um, next thing. Should your training change as you get older? Yeah, definitely. I mean, change in the sense that you can't do what you did when you were 20, when you were 60, volume-wise. Mm-hmm. Like if we're looking at two lifters side by side. So yeah, it should change based on, on what we were just talking about. Is that what you meant? Like yeah, that's ex- yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. I was, I was going to mention uh, someone like one of my clients, David Wilcock, who's 61, 62 years old. Like you said about the volume thing, all it just means is our squat bench and uh, deadlift volume is relatively low. Mm -hmm. Our intensity is moderate to high most sessions, but the volume's just low. At Mm -hmm. max, we'll do three sets per session. Uh, And then we can push the we can push the volume pretty high and the intensity pretty high on machine work and things like that. They don't take as much time because just because he is a little bit older, he does get a little bit gassed out. Mm-hmm. From Do you take longer rest periods? With, with David? David? Yeah. Yeah, we take massive. Yeah. But that's just because we talk a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's the man. But yeah, we do take longer rest periods on machines that don't require as much, um, I don't want to say skill, but when there's no external stability factors that are required, like a pendulum squat, we can push them pretty hard mm-hmm. because he's not going to get hurt on them. Like mm-hmm. with a squat, like you can't push them, well, you can push them hard, but you know, there is that risk of injury or I don't, I don't, I just don't want to put any of my clients in danger. So things like that with David, you know, we keep that, like I said, we keep the squats, uh, the intensity moderate to high, the volume relatively low. Mm-hmm. We make up the volume that we don't get from squat bench deadlifts and those accessory movements. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and should your training change? It it, it depends on what you do outside of the gym too. Mm. Like, uh, I would argue that as you get older, staying cardiovascularly fit is probably a little bit more important than strength training. Mm-hmm. Both are really beneficial. Both are important. And so if someone is very inactive outside of, say, a couple of gym sessions a week, I'd say that your accessory should be geared towards more conditioning, mm-hmm. like really short rest periods, really low intensity. But for someone who, you know, like David comes and does cardio, so like he can make his strength work strength work and he can do his cardio work his cardio work. Okay. That's what he does really well. He's um he's a creature of habit as well. So I say uh, you should go for a walk every day. Mm-hmm. Walks every single day at the gym on the treadmill for an hour. Yeah. I even mentioned to him, you should start doing sauna saunas because I love them. <laughs> so now he sits in there fully yeah. clothed yeah. with his book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's buying a sauna too. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, that's why you're asking me the other day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's how much like he's like, all right, I like saunas. I'm going to buy one now. And he's like done all the measurements and that. It won't fit in his house, but he's already been talking about, nah, I can shave down the top of the sauna and it'll fit. And yeah. So he loves it. Yeah. What, what a awesome. weapon. So yeah, your training, should your training change as you get older? Yes. And no. Still do what you can. Still do what you love. Uh, like I said, just manage volume, manage intensity. Do it in paradise, man. You're going to be safe. Yeah. I, like I would think of how my brain works. If I didn't know all this training stuff and I was old and I started training and so then some, someone told me like, oh, because you're old, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. I'm like, cool. I'm going to figure that out. 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do and be like, Oh, I overdid it. Yeah. I better slow down. I better do less volume, more volume, whatever. So I don't think as, as someone, as an individual who's training, you know, you cross from 49 to 50 or whatever that you're like, now that I'm 50, I need to decrease this and that and that. I think just keep going as you're going and change things as you need to change them. It's sometimes it's, it's, it's common sense as well. Like Thomas, when you get on a BMX bike these days, I'm pretty sure you're not going to try to triple backflip like you did when you're 14 years old. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> nah, the, uh, yeah, I'm limited by gravity. I can pedal, <laughs> pedal as fast as I wanted a ramp and I only go like one foot high. <laughs> Didn't you say your BMX bike got stolen? Yeah. Did you get another one? No. Nah. Oh. No. Nah. That's sad. Yeah. Geordie offered to hook me up. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, Geordie's a, a weapon. Legend. Yeah. Uh, has he shown you videos? No. Nah. He's real good. He was sponsored, wasn't he? I don't know. Which yeah. Geordie is this? Geordie Davis. Yeah, he's very long hair, Geordie. Very good on two wheels. Motorbike is yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. He reckons he's too old to get back into it now. He's twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he twenty? <laughs> yeah. Is that too old? <laughs> nah, no way. Yeah, let him know that you know he can still make progress <laughs> as an old person. Yeah. After <laughs> Maybe we should do keep that. Keep an eye on your volume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that on the next episode. Um, what next? All right, what to do when your training progress has stalled? Steroids. Yeah, get on the gear. No, don't do that. <laughs> do people do that in powerlifting? <laughs> no. Yeah, that is, that's the one 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 word answer. All right, next question. Definitely not. Definitely not. What to do when your training progress has stalled? Get a coach if you don't already have one. Mm-hmm. That'd be step one. That's easy. Um, I think ultimately the biggest thing you need to do is, is take a step back and be like, what am I doing? And try and figure out why it's stalled. I mean, and that's so hard if you're doing it on your own, which is why I say get a coach. Uh, but if you're doing the same thing over and over and you're not going anywhere, something has to change. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to figure that out for sure. A lot of the times people's training uh, stagnates because they get complacent in their training. They stop actually trying, um, especially in things like accessory work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just get really complacent or they become automatically complacent because they're not deloading enough. Like your training will respond your training goal should be to have the quality of training as high as possible at all times and it's really easy to have your quality of training slip without you even realizing it because you're not deloading frequently enough Mm -hmm. Um, and so you feel like you're going hard all the time but really you're just doing like a mediocre lukewarm sort of approach having just think of how good you feel after a week off imagine having that intensity all the time you can achieve that by managing your volume and uh, planning your deloads in accordance um, and really taking stock of when you feel like you're not performing, when you feel like you're not bringing that same intensity, uh, you have to take note of that data and make changes as you go. Mm. And also looking at external factors like sleep and nutrition. For sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. They're, easy ones to, they're easy ones to get on top of as well. Mm. Um, so obviously we've got programming, sleep, nutrition. Um, what else is there? In powerlifting, it's very common for people to be uh, restrained, uh, confined to one weight class. So, you know, like eventually to get stronger, there's a lot of people that are, you know, no, I'm happy in the under 59 kilo weight classes. Like, yeah, but you're still very young. You like you, you're in a calorie deficit because you're stuck in this weight class. Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest way to get strong in that case is going to calorie surplus. Yeah. Get bigger. Yeah. 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 And, and like, it's, it's really important for people to hear that eating more doesn't make you stronger and doesn't make you bigger, Mm -hmm. but it fuels your performance. And then again, it comes back to make sure your training quality is high. Otherwise you just get fat. I've done that. I made that mistake. (laughs) Eat to grow, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else is there? What else can you do if your training progress has stalled? Steroids. Yeah, steroids. (laughs) No one's ever done that in powerlifting. Uh, um, I I actually think that's probably the worst answer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and I mean that in, in the sense that all the gear is going to do is boost your strength up a little bit and not fix any of the root issues that you have. So you'll either, you know, be pushing your body outside of the limits that it's willing to tolerate and you'll get injured or you'll get a small boost in strength and then just stagnate again and potentially find yourself in, in um, the space that lots of lifters find themselves in where it becomes a question of not what can I do to get stronger, but what can I take to get stronger? Mm. And before you know it, you're unhealthy, you got a bad mindset, you, you know, it, it's a bad path to go down. So um, even though I joke about, yeah, jumping gear or whatever, 
it's actually the worst thing to do as a as a solution to not getting stronger. Um, that's pretty much us. Can we give Thomas some recommend? Actually, are you going to go, bro? I've got some recommendations for you. Edinburgh. Yes, you need to get some Tunnock's tea cakes. Okay, they're delicious. You need to drink some Iron Brew. Nice. Have you heard of Iron Brew? The beer. Nah, it's nah, uh, my best friend told me about Iron yeah. Brew. Yeah. It's a fizzy drink. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Iron Brew, it's made out of steel girders. That's what they say it is. But it's not. It's a carbonated soft drink. Um, so it's essentially just like LA Maxi Ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably it's my favorite drink. Okay. So Tunnock's Tea Cakes, what else does he need to do? Do you like LMP? Yes. Do you, you like LMP? Not really. Do you like LMP? I don't not like it. Okay. I, I just think it goes flat too quickly. Like from when you open it, it goes flat very mm. quickly. Drink yeah, it's faster. not really carbonated no. much to begin with. I'd yeah. be the, mm. I'd, but if you buy it here, it's been imported, so it's pretty shit. Mm. Like if you mm-hmm. buy it fresh, you need it straight from the buy source, brother. Fresh. <laughs> fresh from Tauranga. Uh, <laughs> I, my answer is the same as you, though. Like I don't not like it. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm in a New Zealand supermarket, it's not like, whoa, LMP, I better get that. Mm. Oh, Marks and Spencers. Go to Marks and Spencers. They're the best supermarkets. That's the fancy supermarket over there. Nice. So don't go to Tesco. Tesco. What else do they have over there? Aldi. Aldi's big over there. Um, Marks and Spencers. All right. It's like a Whole Foods, but the British version. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be able to afford that. <laughs> UK is so expensive. Can't get over it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's really bad over there at the moment. Is it because of the currency as well? Like the exchange? Dunno. Well, what we're gonna we're gonna set up a GoFundMe with the link below. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> uh, I need it. Nah, that's us. Anyone else got anything? Nah. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.